everybody. Today we've got issue number nine, uh, where we will meet Electro. He climbs a tree just like a vine. Look out! Here comes the Spider-Man. Welcome to issue number nine. The uh, well, in this great issue, you will meet Electro. So get excited. A menace so powerful that Spider-Man's strength is useless against him. Damn it. On the cover, we've got this, uh, you know, something they used to do a lot more was these covers where it's not just like one thing. It's not just one image. You know, we've got Spider-Man touching Electro and being electrocuted. And then he's laying there smoking as Electro walks away. There's something like real funny too about um, Spider-Man laying there, smokes coming off him because he's been electrocuted. It's kind of like, you ever like see, <laughs> it's kind of a holy shit, but also when you were a, a kid, did you ever see like your dad get hurt real bad? <laughs> but it's pretty funny. <laughs> That's And you feel a little guilty, but you're just like, it's <laughs> hilarious. And your dad's just like, oh, mm. You know, <laughs> or gets hit in the stomach or the balls or whatever. <laughs> it's a little like that. Also, um, Electro holding a brown sack that's perfectly round. Looks like it's got a bowling ball inside and clearly has a, a poorly painted dollar sign on the outside. I want to know. Here's something I would do if I could go back in time. Gotta get back in time. I would go back and see... If at any time they actually had sacks for the bank that had a dollar sign painted on it in the 20s, in the 1800s, in the Old West, I want to know. Okay, so this this issue starts out, you know, and we've got our sort of classic, uh, classic image of, you know, Spider-Man, half Peter Parker, half Spider-Man in costume. He's surrounded by a web, and there's bad guys, J. Jonah Jameson, Aunt May, all this shit, right? And so it starts out with a premise that becomes very classic in the series, which is like he's swinging in, swinging around, hurrying, and uh, you know there's a crime happening, and the cops are like, "Oh, thank goodness, Spider-Man's here!" He goes right fucking past him because he had to go get some medicine to Aunt May. You know what I mean? And apparently she is, you know, dying for the it's issue nine, and she's dying for the fifth time and five hundredth in the series. You know, she's just so frail. What can you do? What can you do? Um, she's so frail. Now we see Electro, um, which is interesting. He puts on his costume and his face is obscured by a, a you know, narration box. And then he's like uh, charging up. And then he's got his mask on. So you don't see who he is, which I guess makes me wonder if he was supposed to be someone we knew already. Spider-Man, it's like, uh, I was watching a show, it was like a detective show with Poonmaster Flex, my partner, and we were, I was kind of like, you know, these shows all have the same problem, which is like, it's like Scooby-Doo. Well, they only introduce three new characters in this show, it's got to be one of them, because if it's just some fucking random guy, who gives a shit, right? So that's kind of what it feels like is happening here, but then maybe they decided not to. Now... Uh, Electro robs this armored car, right? And this is where we start to learn, much in the way that radiation can do just about anything in uh, the Marvel Universe, so can electricity. 
Like, it seems that at this time, uh, there was a very interesting understanding of what science is, right? Like, Electro, you know, basically shocks some guys, so they drop these money bags, which is makes sense. Um, but then, you know, he puts a ring of electricity around them. Like, it just basically looks like they're surrounded by a San Diego Chargers logo, which is like, all right, fine, fair enough. Um, you know, he... Uh, can knock a gun out of someone's hand. He can basically do all this stuff, right? But this is merely the beginning of what Electro can do with electricity. Like, this is kind of just electricity being used as a sort of laser or something, which seems fine. So then we get back to uh, Spider-Man. We almost get a Flash Thompson apology, right? Because he's like, you know, it was fucked up when we had that fight at school. Remember when, the, if you remember, they were making them fight um, and he wanted to apologize to him, but then Spider-Man's walking away, or Peter Parker, because, you know, he's going to the hospital to see Aunt May, and so Flash Thompson's like, all right, well, you know what? Fuck him, then. <laughs> he's got something else going on, then fuck him. Um, so then, you know, we get an Aunt May visit, we get a little Betty Brant, Spider-Man does his laundry, which he hangs on a line indoors over over newspaper, Probably that Daily Bugle, that lion rag. Um, which is interesting because, I mean, he's hanging it inside because he doesn't want anyone to know he's Spider-Man. But I feel like at this point, if I saw a Spider-Man outfit hanging on a laundry line, well, first of all, I'd be like, what is this, like 1940s New York? But secondly, I'd be like, I mean, it's I guess it could be Spider-Man. But if someone's just hanging their Spider-Man costume outside... I'm going to just assume that there's a kid there and this is his pajamas or whatever, or it's like some college jackass who got dressed up and hurled on his Spider-Man suit that he's got to take back to the uh, fucking costume store. We get a good, good ad, by the way. Um, draw any person in one minute. Like it's this gizmo that helps you trace and draw somebody. And it's a total like, draw me like one of your French girls. Because this lady in, I suppose, some form of underwear from the time. It's sort of like a weird cone bra attached to what looks like a mini skirt. And she, I, I like how the implication of all these ads is, uh, you know, it's not subtle, but it's definitely like, this is a way to get girls. Hypnotism, drawing, these are all things that can get girls. <laughs> and uh, I suppose that's entirely possible. It would be great to try these things out like today. Like if you were if you're a single person, I would encourage you to go on a bunch of Tinder dates with these different items, you know, the drawing, the uh hypnotism and be like, I have read about this in a funny book and wanted to see what would happen. Okay, so back to the story. Now we get some more electricity, right? You thought that was good. Get this. Uh he uses electricity to open a door. Which is totally unnecessary, but I guess if you're going to make an entrance, I mean, you should probably blow the door off the hinge, right? Not just use electricity to push a door open the way a cat seems to be able to. And then this is where it seems to get, like, out of hand, right? He kind of, like, electrics, um, you know, supposedly it's the metal that these two guys are wearing, including J. Jonah Jameson, you know, and it's like, uh, they're belt buckles, they're, uh, watches their tie pins and this is my favorite metal tipped shoelaces now was this a thing 
back in the day, if I'm like a banker and I have shoes, are the tips metal instead of plastic or whatever? I guess that's entirely possible, right? Um, should we do should we do a quick search? Should we be like is metal tipped shoelaces? Metal tipped Ooh, shoelaces comes up like the fourth thing. Although I do think the computer listens to me, so who knows? Um, how do you maybe <laughs> Mr. Lacey Flatty's metal tips? The classic ten millimeter shoelaces. Well, these are like fancy shoes that you would wear if you were a rapper. Um, metal tip shoelaces. I'm gonna do nineteen sixties and see if this was like a thing. Anyone vintage shoelaces. So apparently you can sell shoelaces. Um, retro shoelaces, blah, blah, blah. OMG's symbol, blah, blah, blah. I don't see anything that would indicate that other than vintage shoelaces. <laughs> Which I don't think these look vintage, but that's fine. There's some Snoopy shoelaces for sale. If you wanted those. Okay, here we go. Vintage Biltmore shoelaces. Well, here's the thing. I guess it's possible. We are, aren't we? Oh, I love Michael Jackson vintage 1980s shoelaces, 1882. You know, this might be a good um, gift for friends. You're like, you're looking for an interesting Christmas gift. I mean, everyone needs some shoelaces, right? Get them some totally rad shoelaces. I've always been interested in these too, these silicone no-tie shoelaces for adults. For adults, you guys, they're not for kids, the ones I'm looking for, okay? But uh, I've always been interested in that. Metal aglets for Air Yeezy shoelace. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Everything that's old is new again, huh? So anyway, there's shoelace tips and da-da-da-da. Then Electro uses his um, electricity to open the vault. I can control anything that operates electrically. Okay. Eh, seems like a stretch, but that's fine. And then, uh, you know, I can plug in the vacuum. That doesn't mean I can... It turns on automatically, right? You ever leave the vacuum in the on position and then plug it in and it's fucking terrifying? An exciting show we're listening to. Meanwhile, Electro's robbing a bank. And then he uses his electricity to basically uh, climb up a wall, like Spider-Man style. I guess it's like, you know, it's a metal wall or something. So it's like fine. He uses his uh, uses electric rays like magnets and climbs the walls, you know. So then the police show up, and J. Jonah Jameson and this banker have been robbed. And this is one of my favorite parts. A guy, I think it's the banker, is describing Electro to the police. Here's his description: He was average height, very confident, never seemed to doubt his power. <laughs> And the police officer says, what else can you tell us, sir? Probably because that's like the worst description ever. Okay, APB, we're looking for an average height man, very confident, never seemed to doubt his power, may or may not know a lot about the game. Um, so then Jameson, of course, is like, hmm, maybe Spider-Man could do something about this. Uh, maybe it is Spider-Man, right? So then he's talking to the police, and he says, I tell you, Electro is Spider-Man. He has to be. There's no doubt about it. And the police are like, do you have any proof? And he's like, proof? It can't be anyone but Spider-Man. That's proof enough. And he's walking away, and of course, 
you know, he just puts it in the Daily Bugle. Electro is really Spider-Man. <laughs> Here's something I've really grown to love about these comics. And let's, we're not going to talk about like modern political shit because there are plenty of other places to do that that are much better, right? But I do, um, <laughs> I like the idea of this sort of um, dictator uh, newspaper publisher who just decides things and then prints it as the front page. I would love reading that newspaper. Like the crazier the guy was, the better. You know, that would really, that would really uh, tickle my biscuits. Okay. So then, you know, of course, Parker sees it and he's like, damn it. And he's tearing the newspaper in half, which I'm like, oh my God, you must be so strong. Now he says, I want a thousand bucks for pictures that prove that Spider-Man is Electro, right? Um, so there you go. So then Spider-Man heads out on the scene. Now, Spider-Man, this is a really weird part, right? He's like going around on rooftops and he happens upon this guy who's like, that's him, you know? And then he swings down closer and he's like, oh, no, just my usual luck. It's a guy with a telescope stargazing. Now, this guy is looks like a crazed mad scientist. He's got, you know, the round glasses where you can't see his eyes. He's got like a night watchman's cap on. He has a telescope that looks like a, a looks like the gun that's on the side of Optimus Prime's arm, and it is not pointed skyward whatsoever. <laughs> it is clearly pointed horizontally on a building in New York City. Clearly, this is some kind of criminal pervo. I mean, this absolutely, you know, the way they drew his face, like he's like a berserk old man. <laughs> um. Spider-Man probably should just punch this guy and, you know, save himself a little bit of time and uh, fuck this guy up before he goes to find Electro. So then, you know, as it happens, he swings around a little bit and uh, then he goes to touch Electro and Electro zaps him and kind of knocks him out, right? So what's kind of interesting about, you know, in comic history, it's Fighty's first confrontation with Electro and Electro knocks him out so And he's not, like, super happy about it. He's like, oh, Christ. I better get out of here. <laughs> um, so, at this point, Spider-Man goes ahead and uh, he's like, I need that cash. So what I'm going to do is take some pictures of myself and then superimpose them over some pictures he took of Electro. And it'll look as though I snapped Electro changing into Spider-Man. Um, and he gets the check and all that stuff, right? So then... He like this is his second. This is the second Peter Parker faking pictures that we got. I mean, if you remember when he fought the Sandman, and he just threw a bunch of sand around and then punched it. Now we get the origin of Electro. So it's pretty boring, right? He was a lineman, like a guy fixing uh, power lines or whatever, and uh, there was a guy who was stuck up on a, a pole. And they're like, "Oh my God, you have to get him down!" And the guy's like, "Fuck that." How much money are you going to give me? And then the guy's like, I'll pay you a hundred bucks. And he's like, okay. So, you know, and then the guy's pissed at him because he's like, that asshole wasn't going to save this guy's life unless for money. But then uh, he was up there on an electric pole that got struck by lightning. And uh, he should have been killed instantly. But uh, the two currents from the lightning pole and the electricity canceled each other out. 
and uh, he was not only fine, he felt stronger than ever. So stuff was passing through his body, and, uh, you know, he started to experiment. Apparently, he's some kind of engineer, and he makes some kind of gizmo to store up electricity that he wears on his chest, and, you know, now he's blowing up rocks and shit in a laboratory. And that's the origin of Electro. So basically, he was an asshole who got superpowers and was like, I guess I'll use these to be a superpowered asshole. If I thought I could do lots with my regular just being a dick, get ready for excitement. So then we get back to the present, um, and uh, we have the showdown. You know, Electro is like... uh, Breaking a bunch of dudes out of prison, causing a riot, basically. And this is awesome, too, because the prisoners come flowing out, and then the cops are just outside punching them. You know, they're just fist fighting the criminals as they come out, which is pretty amazing. <laughs> and, um, you know, Betty Brandt is with uh, Peter Parker, you know, and he's just like, oh, I like you, but I don't, right? Um. And so then Spider-Man swings into action, right? Now, Jameson sees this happening and is like, oh, my God. Well, Electro is here. Spider-Man's there. Uh, Spider-Man can't be Electro. I'm screwed. And that Parker is the one who screwed me. So then uh, Spidey comes up with a genius plan, which is to put on rubber boots and gloves. And uh, that's his brilliant plan to beat Electro. And it totally works. (laughs) Um, And it works really great except for a brief moment when electro goes very vulture on the whole situation is just like all right fine and he just pulls out a handgun (laughs) which i love in these comics too you know the vulture flew into places and used his powers but he didn't have any kind of like weapon he just flew into a place and then had a handgun and then um you know electro is like all right my electric power is not working here's a handgun um these dudes all have, like, superpowers in the old comics. But sometimes they're just like, fuck it, I also have a gun. Um, Spider-Man fights him, he beats him with a hose. Not like beats him with a hose, like a, you know, piece of hose that he whips him with. He, like, turns water on him and that that does whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever, however the electricity was working before, now it's not working because it's wet. I mean, when your logic is basically like he got hit by lightning at a thing and then uh, now he got hit by a hose, you know, one one works just as well as the other. It kind of reminds me, this is like one of my favorite superhero origins. So um, the Flash, right? Barry Allen was standing in front of a wall of chemicals when lightning struck the wall and all the chemicals went on him and the lightning went on him and that's how he became the Flash, right? Now, you would think, like, well, that's a really fucking stupid origin, but fine. And also, I mean, it's so old that you can't get too mad about it, but you do kind of think, couldn't you just be like he just was that way? I mean, is that any dumber than this? But what was really great is that Wally West then uh, is meeting the Flash, right? And the Flash is explaining his origin and what happened. He's like, it was a one in a million. I was standing here. Actually, right where you're standing, in front of a wall of chemicals, much like you see here. And then lightning comes in, you know, and it's like, actually, it was two in a million. And you're just reading this like, okay, well, I guess I guess I got what I'm asking for, which is like, I don't really care how this happened. And so they're like, okay, well, we'll just fucking do it. Let's just do it again and get it over with. 
So then uh, at the end of this, you know, Peter Parker goes back. He's got the real pictures. And uh, he's got Electro and, you know, Jameson's like, Parker, you're fired. But then he's like, oh, my God, these pictures are amazing. You know, we're going to make a fortune on these in the paper. And so what he does is he's like, all right, because I'm such a good dude, Parker, I'm not going to fire you for giving me those other pictures just so long as you give me these pictures. And Parker's like, cool, sounds good. Um, And, you know, Parker's like, well, this is all right. I feel like I made up for selling him those fakes and everything's good. And then Jameson is sitting there rubbing his hands together like an evil villain, you know, and he literally says, I'm robbing him. I'll make a fortune with his pictures, but I deserve it because he's a fool. (laughs) That's a very classic way of uh, justifying that, huh? You're just like, oh, well, he doesn't deserve this money because he's too dumb to deserve it. So cut to the end. Uh, Betty and Peter Parker are chatting, right? And uh, is something happening there? Who knows? So there you go. Um, we do have another ad. Oh, Amateur Magic, which is a naked, sort of headless woman under a sheet floating in the air, presumably. Um, we have one for Dynaflex Method, you know, Mike Marvel's Dynaflex Method. And uh, you get with that, oh, God, I wish I could get this. Free Secrets of Attracting Girls. I wonder what those were like. I mean, I could look this up. Let's see. We'll find out. We'll find out for next time whether or not Mike Marvel's Secrets for Attracting Girls may be available. Well, everybody, I know it's been a long time since our last episode, but thanks for listening to this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got something out of issue number nine. Um, next, next up, we've got issue number 10. Um, we've got some other shows planned, too, for some for some sub-series that we wanted to devote some time to, um, Untold Tales of Spider-Man, other stuff like that. Uh, so, you know, keep, keep listening, keep enjoying. Um, hoping to, you know, I listened to the uh, Broadway Spider-Man soundtrack. That was horrendous. And uh, you'll be able to, we'll be able to talk about that a little bit. So that's exciting. Um, a lot of exciting stuff coming up. So we're not, we're not dead yet. All right, everybody, that's everything. We'll see you next time, and uh, shoot, I don't remember what I used to say. Something like, keep swinging those webs, true believers. Keep true believing. Don't stop believing. That sounds like a good thing. I've never heard that before, so I'm going to take credit for making it up and assume everyone loves it. All right, see you for issue 10. Climbs a tree just like a vine. Look out! Here comes the spider.